I really don't know how I'm gonna get through Ramadan. I'm not. I'm gonna be real. Like, all I'm gonna say in it is Ramadan is a blessed month. Yeah, and it will be easy to fast during that month. It's not hard to fast during Ramadan. Trust me, like on a regular day, like fasting's hard. Yeah, like, I've I've tried fasting. Yeah. I've tried fasting multiple times, and I've just never really been able to like hack it properly. Just never. Trust me, during Ramadan it's easy. Yeah, you won't get hungry. No, I don't get hungry during the day. But then, like, yeah, but you don't really eat on like a normal that, day. You know I'll be hungry by lunch. It'll be interesting to see how this week goes as well. Starting a, obviously tomorrow, I'm starting a carnival diet as well. Because I've just seen so many different like influences. Yeah. There's so many people that I look up to in the fitness industry or even just like in life in general. So like the main person that stuck out to me was yeah. Joe Rogan, like 100%. Considering like what he... Have you seen his body transformation? Nah. Might as well look it up. Type, type, type in Joe Rogan, carnival diet, um, transformation. Honestly, bro, like he... Like he's always been a very like in shape guy. For people that don't know who Joe Rogan is, he's the owner of like the the biggest podcast in the world. And yeah, man, he literally got down to the most incredible shape. But anyway, he's fifty two years old, and mm. yeah, that's basically what he was like before. That's basically what he was like before. So he was like this one here, yeah. yeah. So yeah, click on yeah, it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So he was in like okay decent shape like you can tell like he's still like quite hench and like he still does exercise but bro look at his after picture when he finished the carnival diet like he was ripped to shit yeah like lean as hell look at him look at his arms look at his yeah. legs that's mad so lean yeah conor mcgregor he's done it as well that's crazy so many so many like professional athletes have have gone on the carnival diet as well mm. but like, not like as in like necessarily endurance endurance athletes but like just different like athletes if you know what i'm saying yeah but, um what I, is the only bit well what's the main like what are the benefits other than like shredding well obviously because protein is like the most satiating macronutrient so obviously you've got your carbs your fats and your proteins okay which yeah. are like your macronutrients and the pro proteins are basically like the highest um satiating type of macronutrient basically meaning it's going to keep you fuller for longer yeah. So you need less to keep you more full. Yeah. Okay. Um, that's basically what it's for as well. And it's to basically get your body in a state of ketosis where instead of your body, uh, your body will basically just be burning fats. Oh, but the only bad thing about that is basically when your body produces ketones, it actually gives you the most ridiculous bad breath. Because <laughs> oh. it, it, like, like, basically like the ketones will come up through your throat and obviously out your mouth. And yeah, you get really bad breath. Like really bad breath. Um, it's also been shown in studies as well um, to increase recovery time as well because obviously if you're just eating straight up protein um, but you need to calculate it for like your body mass and all this kind of stuff because you need to have like grams per body ounce and all that kind of stuff so you need to have it like measured in like a metric for you because yeah. if you're just like generalizing it and like just whacking a shitload of eggs or like chicken or bacon or whatever just like on your plate and yeah. it's not really made for you and People might just think, oh, it's just meat. Like, I'll eat as much as I want. Like, you still need to make sure you're in a calorie deficit because if you're not in a calorie deficit, you're not going to see the results. Like, yeah. you're really not. So One essentially, because protein keeps you fuller for longer, it's easy to stay in a heavier deficit. True. However, one of the biggest things that people do say about a carnival diet is that your energy levels are really bad. Like, 
in the first like two to three weeks, like the opening stages, like your energy levels, like you feel very, very depleted. So you're not really getting a lot of carbohydrates. Yeah, until your body starts. Exactly. Your body has to just evolve to yeah, yeah. your new diet. Um, but I'm interested to see how it go. But yeah, I've done intermittent fasting like multiple times. Yeah. But just... I don't know, innit? I just, I'm just one of them people, like, if I'm hungry, I'll eat. Yeah. And obviously, knowing the importance of... It's like time and price in the markets. Yeah. Making sure that you're eating at the right times throughout the day, before exercise, post-exercise, is very important to your performance. Yeah. It's like, for instance, if, like, we all know, like, this is just normal common sense. If you, if I was to, if we're going to go do a mad gym session, would you eat a massive meal before you go? No. no, you just wouldn't do that. Yeah, my eyes are bugging out. Wow, from tired. tired. Yeah, it's been a long day, man. Yeah, it it's been a long day. Yeah, and then last night we sleep at like three. Yeah. So and then we had to wake up early for the. Well, I didn't wake up early. I woke up at ten. Well, I was up. I was up. Uh, I was up pretty early today because I, I had my niece round as well, which is nice. I was chilling with her last night. That was that was cool. But yeah, I was up at like half seven this morning. I had all my stuff ready, kind of, and then I made my way to yours. Uh, yeah. It was quite a fast journey to get to yours today, to be fair. Sunday morning, isn't it? It took me like an hour. Sunday morning. I was listening to Talk Sport on the way, and they were just basically talking about how the uh, Chelsea... Did you hear about the Chelsea supporters at Burnley yesterday? So Chelsea played Burnley yesterday. Yeah. Um, for they won, like, 4-0, 3-0, 4-0 at Burnley. Now. But basically, before the game, they'd done, like, a one-minute, like, uh, like, a, like, a circle around the halfway line in yeah. support of Ukraine. Yeah. Guess what the Chelsea fans were singing whilst they were doing that? What? Roman Abramovich, like the name of the owner who is Russian. <laughs> Bear in mind, Roman Abramovich, yeah, he yeah. just sold Chelsea. He sold yeah. it. So Chelsea are now, like, someone, Chelsea are looking for people to buy the club and invest into the club because right now they've got no money. Yeah. Like, they haven't got anybody that's taking ownership of the club. So they're singing Roman Abramovich, who is like, he, yeah, and he's like like this with Putin. Yeah, you know what I'm trying to say. So, but me and me and Hopi were even speaking about this the other day. There's so much more that meets the eye about why he sold the club. Like, think. He thinks that Putin's got his like. He, he thinks he's got Abramovich on his little finger in it. Yeah, and he was explaining to me the reasons why and all this kind of stuff. I'm not really going to get into it now, but yeah, like it, it, it makes sense. Get into it. No, because I don't really know. I, right. Put it this way, I don't really remember what he, everything that he was saying, but yeah. I remember what he said made sense. Okay. Because Abramovich is is a dodgy geezer, like a proper dodgy geezer. Yeah. Yeah. In what way? Like how he came into his funds, like how he actually acquired all of his funds. Uh, Let's just put it that way. Okay. So yeah. he's a dodgy, dodgy businessman. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, but I'll be real, like name a very, 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 very affluent, apart from like Jess Bezos and... Tesla and then people that who are mega wealthy and have never been involved in any form of dodgy transactions or tra- dodgy business. Ah, oh, it in the future. Yeah, I know, but what well, offshore? That's not dodgy though. That it is offshore money, not dodgy. It's legal. It's tax avoidance, isn't it? I know, but to some people that be seen and deemed as dodgy, no. I'm sure rich people's way of it's paying rich, less tax. Trust me. Well, if you're classing that as dodgy, that means that Abramovich ain't dodgy. What do you mean? What are you saying? That's what he was doing? No, 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 no. Oh. No, 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 no. I'm just saying like... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, every, all, rich pe- all stupidly rich people do that. Like, if you're... Yeah, but 100%... No, 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 hold on. So you're telling me 
if you're mega, mega, mega rich and you need somebody being dealt with. Yeah. <laughs> they're gone. They're finished. Yeah, but people don't do that shit. What? Are you... Don't be so naive. Not all the you time. Don't, you don't think? Not everyone. Nah. Mate. Yeah, it happens a lot. Yep. Yes, bro. Fair enough. It has, it has to. You're telling me if you're ridiculously wealthy and somebody is jeopardising your business, your family's lives. Yeah, but that's... Fire. Your money. Your your money. Not that Your many. assets. What you're, so you're telling me if, if... Let's say we're going head to head and we're in the same kind of industry. Yeah. Let's say we're in the, I don't know, like the water industry or whatever and you're fucking up my profits. I'll get you whacked. I'll get you killed. Nobody fucking chop killed like that, man. If you're gonna get another big person killed, you'll be hearing about that person dying. And I'll just be in the shadows chilling. Yeah, but it... all I'm saying is, yeah, it happens. Like it's just a fact. Yeah, yeah, that stuff happens, but it's it's very rare that someone's messing with somebody on that level. Like big two big people messing with each other. Oh, obviously. All right, cool. Might have been a bad example, but, you but know yeah, what I mean. yeah, yeah. I get what you mean. But you're moving. You're looking. You're moving like power. Like you're talking about you. The way you're moving, like I'm talking. I did like the way you're, like. Where have we got up to now? Because now I kind of like. I don't really want season five. Anymore. Um, no, season six. Start of season six. The other day on Zoom. <laughs> no, no, man. You're you're moving crazy. Like, that's one thing I hate the most. Spoilers. Yeah, but mate, you've taken about what six years to actually get through it. Well, no. Five years to actually watch it. Like, that's that's too long, bro. So speed up. Speed I up. time. I, I watch it in my free time. Then you ain't finishing it till about twenty thirty. No, that's it. Yeah, it takes that long. It takes that long. I mean, I ain't watched Power in like a week. Yeah, it's been like a, yeah, it's been a good few days since I've even touched it. I haven't had time. I'm too busy, man. Do photo shoots and that. Yeah, loads of stuff, man. Yeah, speak about that though. Like, what have you been actually doing, like, for your mom's business? So, when it comes to my mom's business, for those of you that don't know, my mom has like a hair care business. So, my mom's been a hairdresser for thirteen years. Um, what's it called? It's called Nat U. So nat.u. So yeah, obviously my mom, you know my mom's been a hairdresser for 13. Actually, you know, I told you that today, innit? She's been a hairdresser for 13 years. Um, like her own home her, her own business. I pretty much out of the dining room, minute clients to come. And then when she started off, she used to be going to clients' houses as well. Now obviously as the business has grown, she just comes out, stays at home, uh, turned the sal the like part of the house into a salon. Um and then yeah, she's been operating through 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 home. But obviously a lot of people over the years she realized that a lot of people don't know one how to look after the hair and two what products are good for like what do they need i definitely fall in that demographic i literally just whack on some head and shoulders like every one of one to three days yeah i'll just li like for instance let's say if i get back from football i'll yeah. just yeah and i get in the shower head and shoulders that that's it yeah like, and i'll get i'll get out of the shower and the towel i use i literally just so i'm probably not even treating my hair very nice i'm rubbing it really hard it's kind of like, yeah. Do you know what I'm trying to say? And yeah. I don't really use any products in it. Well, so. I guess for you, because your hair's short, yeah. you're cycling through hair yeah. quite quickly. True. But like for women and that, primarily, it's that's when they. And obviously, a lot of people are going bald nowadays very early because all the stuff. Why, bro? It's all the <laughs> para why. paraben and all that sulfate and stuff that's in shampoos that's not that good for people's hair. So obviously my mom's started making like 100% organic, 100% natural like products. Yeah. And so just help people like look after their like good quality products are organic and healthy. Um, just to really, really help people. They smell amazing as well. I used, what was that I used this morning? Oh, the creme. Yeah, the creme, creme. Yeah. 
That was yeah. really nice. I always have that stuff in my hair. I so, always so nice. have that in my hair. Yeah, it's like a passion fruit kind of smell. It's a, a. It's not passion fruit. It's just. I think it's a. It's just. It's quite a fruity smell. Yeah. Um, I forgot what a mix is, but yeah. it's a, it's a fruity smell. There's but, nothing better when you're washing yourself in the shower and you can like, the soap you're using just smells nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nice. I used to like those. Um, I think they're from Superdrug. They used to have these like raspberry scented like. They used to have some mad like per like proper pink color. Oh, you're about herbal essences. I don't know, man. I don't really pay attention to that oh, stuff. Okay, no. But yeah, it was like some proper, like, like proper bright, like red raspberry flavored shampoo. Yeah. Not flavored. I didn't taste it, but yeah, scent. I was gonna say that's a bit weird. Yeah, but it smelled amazing. Like, yeah. Just, just smelled nice. But yeah, so yeah, obviously that's what she'd be focusing on. And then we hired a photographer uh, to photograph the products, and then they turned out like not the best. And obviously with me and like how I like things and my standards, you know. It just wasn't good enough in it. So yeah. we ended up getting a camera, which we're filming on now. Um, yeah, because if you guys have noticed, we're actually filming on a camera now. Yeah. So, yeah, we kind of like, how did we kind of decide it? It was like, we like the background of here, and we can also have the audio, which is obviously connected through this mic here, which you're hearing from now. And we've got like some lights and all this kind of stuff, because it might look like it's quite light or daytime, but yeah. it's actually like... Midnight. Half, it's like, yeah, it's like nearly midnight. Yeah. Um. So, yeah. So, yeah, we got a... Yeah, so... We got the professional light in there, and then well, yeah, kind of the selfie professional light in there, kind of shining onto the wall there, which is then obviously lighting up this side of the room a little bit, and then we should kind of just LEDs for like, well, that's just part of the. Yeah. The anyway, desert. back to your photography. Yeah, sorry. We always do this. Yeah, but anyway, so yeah, obviously the photos, the photos weren't good enough. Yeah. So I was just like, you know what? I'll just do it myself, and I'll do, yeah. I'll, I'll do the photography. So we got a camera, and then I kind of set up like a. You know, with the with the lighting, I set up like the lights so they will do the product yeah, photography. Nice. Then I just run through like an eight hour photo shoot, um, just sorting out. Just, eight hours. Yeah, started at half past midday, and then oh. finished at eight thirty in the night. Done. Yeah, it was long. It was long because we had to photograph all the products one by one on the white background for the website, and then and we the had packages to, as well. Yeah, and then the gift boxes and yeah, the yeah. gift the gift boxes and the gift sets, um, which are going to be on the website shortly. They haven't been released yet. But yeah, so, because right now it's not up to like par with, with how the website is. Like, website is good, but the pictures aren't like on point. So they need to be better. So now that that's done, once I've edited it and stuff, which will take quite a while, because editing is always the longest part in it. Like filming, like filming, for example, like a video is easy. You just click record, bang. But then editing it, fine tuning it, make sure everything's Gucci, and then uploading it, that's the long part. So yeah, go do all of that. And then yeah, so that's basically what I've been doing with my own business. And then just um, sorting out little things when it comes to the website. Um, and just any other things I need doing in it, like uh, registering, because obviously all of our products are scientifically tested. Yeah. And I got like certificates of being scientifically safe. Mm -hmm. yeah, for, yeah, yeah. Like, they need to, yeah. Production. People over three years old. Yeah. Uh, and then obviously I had to register all of that this week onto the government website. So yeah. we're legally, yeah, 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 everything's yeah. there. The government have all the documentation of the products. Yeah. So they know all the products that, all the ingredients that are in there. So they know like, okay, cool. We're registered to sell these products in the UK and EU. Yeah. So all of that stuff. But yeah, next thing is kind of looking into selling in Dubai because uh, their nice. rules are, they they have different rules and stuff, innit? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because you want to be sending products over and they're moving mad because they have hemp in them and stuff. Yeah, you can't, yeah. Yeah. So yeah, just making sure I understand all the rules and stuff. And then yeah, the other than that, that's pretty much it, man. The what we'll do, we'll, for, for those of you that actually like, like the sound of this, because these products are like 100% natural, like completely organic, 
Um, what we're going to do is we're going to put a link in the description to this video uh, to the Natsview Instagram page where you can literally just check it out. Um, and obviously, if you like it, try it out for yourself. And yeah, obviously, if you get in contact with uh, me or Omar, then maybe we could uh, sort of a little deal or something. But yeah. Yeah, that's it. If you message me on Instagram um, about it, which obviously man, Harvey's Instagram is being there, I'll sort you out a 15% discount code. Just let me know that you can. 15. 15, 15. I was going to say it. Bless yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> But yeah, if you, if you say you came from the podcast, I saw you were 15% off. Yeah. But um, yeah, nice. and also, don't forget to like, comment, and subscribe. Also, join the forum for all the updates. Do it now. Do, Do it, it now. Right now. Do it now. This is this is our new marketing technique. We're doing it right in the middle of the video. Right. So literally, pause it right now. I like it. Scroll. Many thanks. Scroll. Scroll. Like. For those of you on Spotify, drop us a follow. Yeah. But yeah, anyway, so <laughs> yeah, man, that's that's the main thing I've been doing with my mom's business. It's, it does, I feel like a lot of those things, they take up a lot of time, but it's early days in terms of getting the business out there and then sorting out like the Google My Business, uh, getting into ads and stuff. Google People ads. don't realise this though, like there's so much background work to be done when it comes to building a business like as we saw today yeah like people think just building a business is just so simple it's really not it's really not there's so yeah. many like there's so many man hours that you have to do behind the scenes to make sure everything's running nice and smoothly or to have it at the level that you want because you don't really want to start a business and just have just a website or just business cards or just one Instagram page. Like you want to make sure that everything's nice. You want to make sure that you're compliant with all the rules and regulations when it comes to your platform, when it comes to your websites, domain names, all this kind of stuff. It yeah. is quite long, but the reward and how you can scale it, obviously yeah, in the long run, the admin, is benefit the admin time that you gotta do at the start, sunk costs in it. It's a yeah. fixed cost. You just you have to put the admin time in at the start. Yeah. Just getting all the accounts set up. Like we spent a whole day doing all that stuff, like yep. setting up the YouTubes, setting up the Instagrams, the LinkedIn's, the you know the the websites for yep. sort of like Spotify. Like think of remember how long setting up the Spotify long. and Apple podcast was. Yep. Remember that. Remember yep. the steps and that. Well, we couldn't even terms, do it in one day. Yeah, in terms of conditions and that, like it was just long. Like trying to figure all that stuff out. Uh, trying to accept these different terms because we had to make a new Apple ID for the TGDs and all of that stuff. Then the RSS feed figuring out. Remember, our first we were on TuneCore. And then it turns out I had to do a whole other thing to, and it was so much simpler. Yeah. And then, yeah, just figuring all that stuff out. But once you do it, you get that experience, innit? And then so, we got ProtonMail Pro and then we ended up linking it to the wrong email address. Yeah, so we just spent 40 quid. <laughs> so we literally just no wasted reason. 40 pound no on, on getting ProtonMail Pro. By the way, guys, if you haven't got ProtonMail um, as your main, like, finances for your email, um, you're playing yourself because ProtonMail is, like, it's, it's amazing. It's, like, yeah. more secure email address that you can literally use in the world i think it's based in switzerland am i right yeah swiss yeah. encrypted mail yeah swiss encrypted mail i think the last five digits changed like every certain couple of seconds or something i think yeah, it's something it's like mad. that it's, it's ridiculous but yeah all i know is that it's like i remember, I remember curtis cobain speaking about it on his um yeah. how to get started video but yeah definitely if if you haven't if you're looking to like sort out like a business or like if you're looking to kind of get your finances in check um all that kind of stuff i would definitely recommend going on to proton mail because it's I, I like the layout as well I oh, like, it's, nice. it's, it's a very nice carbon it's like quite a nice carbon layout yeah you and, have quite uh, a few yeah. themes to choose from and that yeah you know the way we're moving like we're sponsored we're not sponsored by them by the way yeah. oh we wish yeah um, that would be sick not. I can't wait till we have some sponsors on the podcast that would be yeah nice. but then we have to do like all the adverts at the beginning of the podcast I know whenever I watch that it puts me off Ugh, I, like, skip, I just skip, I skip it. past it yeah. yeah but now have you seen Spotify they do like adverts like halfway through a podcast now you got to wait because you because do you know how Spotify premium well I do it's ads in the podcast yes oh like they do an ad yes oh, there's ads yeah. in the podcast yeah 
Yeah, I remember the days when I didn't have Spotify Premium, but when I have to, oh, six, well, when you don't have Spotify Premium, six is. skips an hour. Yeah, it's long. Do you know how mad that is? And and the fact that every thirty minutes there's an ad. Yeah, and it's like bare long, like dun, when dun, you dun, 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 dun. just break, three, two, one, think. But yeah, I mean, go, hey, guys. Sorry about that. I mean, the camera just cut off. Yeah, um, the camera literally just completely died. Um, I think it's still kind of focus actually. Yeah, there we go. Yeah, yeah so the camera decided to pass out. Well, not even pass out. It just switched. It stopped. Well, it made a sound uh, with the shutters, so it stopped recording. But I've no idea why. So that was crazy. I've completely forgot about what we were speaking about. We'll talk about Spotify Premium. Oh yeah, yeah. But yeah, anyways, getting back onto track. Whoa. You know what? Actually, you know, back to the business owner thing. I feel like one main reason why, one main reason why, like. People are like they don't understand all the process behind being a business owner because you've got all these dons on Instagram and YouTube like making it look crazy easy. Yeah. Like think about it, like you want Instagram and YouTube, today's man. The whole dropshipping thing. Yeah, like dropshipping, yeah. like every everything under the sun, bro. Real estate, dropshipping, forex, crypto. Like they make it look so easy. Like yeah, guys, come sign up with our broker. We'll give you signals. You make money with forex. And then and, when it goes to shit. Yeah, and then after when they come to a real place to learn, they come with zero patience high expectations crazy high expectations like they're going to be making money in their first day and it's like how on earth do you think that's going to happen like let's trade hedge facts yeah then obviously you can make money on your first day but really yeah. it's still a process too yeah, and then that exactly, trade yeah. psychology yeah. Be- becoming consistent mm-hmm. like it, it's, it's a whole journey but i feel like social medias we spoke about it last <laughs> episode. we spoke about it last episode it's just a one massive facade in it yeah like it's but it's you know what it is it's because that's what people want to see at the same time because think about it why are content creators making that because that's what people want to see and it blows up their views because if somebody said right guys i'm gonna be real this is a one year this is a one year thing like it's gonna take you a whole year not even to make money but to actually understand it and it's gonna take you two years to actually see money everyone will be like what the fuck i'm not doing that that's it it's mad and it's like so everyone's playing themselves yep in the long term because well if the people be real about how long like these different businesses take they won't won't sell their courses or make any money from that and two they won't get any views so just drop that on some people as well because some people may be aware of what drop shipping actually is they might be hearing it for the first time uh so just basically explain like what that kind of is for those of you that don't know well drop shipping is essentially drop shipping is essentially when you are selling products online but you do not hold any of the stock in-house so for example let's say i'm a seller mm-hmm. and you're the buyer and the mic is the supplier okay. okay so this is the supplier so essentially you buy from my website yep and then i'll send it from the supplier straight to you yep so for example if the supplier is in china i'll then you place an order with me yeah and then that product will go from china straight to your gaff yeah and that's essentially how dropshipping works that's obviously slightly different to Amazon FBA because Amazon FBA, normally you'll send the products to Amazon warehouse or you'll get them like you'll be selling on Amazon and you'll send it from your own place or wherever and stuff like that. But obviously with Amazon FBA, your whole, you have to buy the stock first. Yeah. So that's where Amazon and uh, you, need a, you need a lot more capital to start with of Amazon FBA than yeah. with dropshipping. But then people get a misconception that dropshipping is cheap. It's to not start cheap. Because you got, adv- you got to experiment with advertising. You got to do all of that stuff where with Amazon don't really necessarily need to be running facebook ads and stuff like that yep 
it's uh, it's a whole different ballpark because you're yeah. selling through Amazon, through Amazon website, and people are searching on Amazon because it's such a big platform. Yeah. Amazon's getting so much traffic. So yeah. really and truly, it's just a matter of whether people are looking for that product. Yep. But with dropshipping, they're coming to your website and ordering from your website. So there's a lot of other things. So you got to make sure your website's sorted out. you got to do abandoned cart, checkout stuff where if they if they put stuff in their cart and they don't check out, you'll send them an email saying here's 10% off or here's free shipping if yeah, you yeah, check yeah, out yeah. now. All that kind of stuff. So dropshipping is a little bit long, but so is Amazon FBA because Amazon FBA is it's all trying and error. That's the thing. There's no... There's no one thing that's better than another thing. Like people are always looking for, oh, which one's easier? Which one's less money to put in? Like this, 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 this. Really and true, there's no winner. There is overall, there's no winner. The in one any that's going to pay you the most is the one that you put your most energy into. Yeah, that's it. The grass, people always like think that the grass is green. The grass is green or you water it. Exactly, nicely. Like literally, when it comes to, it's all the same stuff. Like all of it takes time. All of it will take a year before you start seeing results. Really yep. and true, that's what I say. It comes to any business, it's a year before you start seeing results. Yep. Like even mom's business, when it comes to that, uh, with the hair care products it's been a year and now we're starting to see some nice like constant sales yeah and it's it, it takes time and then new opportunities come up that's it and it's just people constantly like trying to look for the next best thing or whatever like even with nfts everyone's getting all overhyped but it's the same stuff like you got to learn the market you got to get good at it and after a while then you'll start making some money with it but really and truly your first couple of months you're just going to be sitting there putting your 50 hours in and what i would say as well is don't like don't feel like you've missed out yeah because you haven't fomo is really really like oh. it's, a, it's 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 a disease i think like yeah. fomo is like a real disease in in young people i feel as well because crypto has been here a couple of years now yeah. but compared to where it's going to be and how long it's going to be around for yeah this is like nothing like we are literally a fetus right now it hasn't even been fully born like it's not even really born like that because web 3.0 isn't really here the metaverse hasn't really been developed to a uh like a like a public place where people can actually come in from the public and from the normal day-to-day life so it's not even like a normal thing in society so it's still everything's kind of in development so yeah and sending things online is still kind of new if if you think about it yeah. if you kind of really think about like it hasn't even been a decade ex- exactly like 10 years ago what 19, 20, 21 year old would you ever hear in, oh, I sell gaming headsets on Amazon and I make 10 grand oh, a month. It it just never happened. Yeah. So don't ever compare yourself in your journey to somebody else's and yeah. say, oh, they're so much clearer than me or they're making so much money than me. Educate yourself first in this area. Then you can start building onto other projects as well. But just nail on at one project at a time, yeah. I feel. Like if you're doing it by yourself, then nail it one by one. Obviously, if you've got a business partner, or if you're working closely with someone or a corporation or with other people, then yeah, you can kind of branch off into different ideas. So obviously, for instance, like myself and Omar, obviously we've come into partnership and we're venturing off into different kind of, um, in different avenues, but we've both independently got our own different things that we're working on at the same time. So me, for instance, I'm trying to get funded. Uh, obviously you've been there, done that. With your crypto, been there, done that. I'm still trying to learn, um, going into dropshipping together, going into other things together, like doing a podcast. It's nice to actually like, do things together but it's also nice to like separate yourself and have your own personal drive your own personal um ventures by yourself because then you're only really going to experience like what it's like to go out into the world and really like just try things for yourself yeah 100 percent. i feel like everyone needs to dabble into you know like i feel like everyone needs to have a double like i've dabbled a lot like yeah. i've tapped into drop shipping i've tried i've done it i've traded hfx i've traded forex yeah. traded crypto yeah. you know i've dabbled in you know social media network marketing yeah you know um 
bunch of different you know types of things and that's a big variety you know by my age like to dabble into that many different industries of entrepreneurship and and, be successful in all of them yeah i'd say yeah decent amount of success so far um in the things that i've tried to do as in as in i've tried to do everything to a point where i made money from it yeah and so far it's been successful and then i know cool do i like it so now that i made money from it and i've been i've got i've been consistent to a point where it's like I'm not even talking about making a lot. Like from dropshipping, I basically made just a little bit more than break even. Yeah. So like I broke even from profit, my initial profit, investment man. and then I made profit on top yeah. of that. So for example, let me just give you the guys numbers actually. So I put about £3,000 into dropshipping mm-hmm. and then I walked away with like £1,000 profit. So I made 3000 after so I put the initial investment in, dabbled, whatever, learned the game, then made profits, £4,000 in profits. So then, well, in revenue and then yeah. £1,000 in profit overall. And then obviously now I know, cool, I've tried it. Do I like it? Yeah, it was enjoyable. I like the process. How long did that take you to, to break even and then uh, About six months. Six months to break even and go yeah. profit. Yeah. Perfect. So it took time, but it was worth it. Yeah. And I enjoyed it. And when now it was I'm... up and running, it was sick though, wasn't it? Yeah. That yeah. Once he's... And even the process was so fun. Like yeah. The admin side was fun for dropshipping. Yeah. So now I know. I'm happy to go back and do that because I enjoyed it. Yeah. But now I know that. Yeah. But obviously at that point, crypto was where the vibe was at. So then I went to crypto and I put my attention to that. But it's dropshipping is something that I want to go back to. But how do I know I want to go back to it? Because I tried it yeah. consistently to a point where I made profit. And then I, you know, then I, then I left it because I didn't give up on it. I made, I said, it's like a successful. muscle. Exactly. And then boom. Just going to retrain it soon. That's it. Let's say it's like, it's uh, temporarily, temporarily out of use. Yeah. So you've, you've injured like your shoulder. Like your leg. Oh, like my ankle right now. Yeah, guys. Yesterday I had a football match and in... I wish I was lying. 30 seconds left of the game. I sprained my ankle. Like, it was even my own fault as well. Like, there was no one around me. No one done it to me. It was just me. Yeah. I, I literally... I went to go catch a ball to then go throw it down the line. And as I landed, my left foot just went on its side. And you know when you just roll your ankle... Uh, yeah, I literally just completely rolled it. And yeah, I've just been, I strapped it up this morning. I've taken like some seriously, seriously strong um, painkillers and just been hobbling around like an absolute idiot for the whole day. But uh, yeah. One foot like this. <laughs> Horrible. Yeah, we walked from Marble Arch to Baker Street today just to find Munch in the freezing cold. Guys, Munch did even bang. Yeah. Guys, I'm just going to say this now. Segista so Bros Baker Street has gone downhill. For those of you that used to go to Munch there with me, just like they they all know I loved that place, you know. Today was so dead, like it was just dead. Like, was just, it was just dry, like it was so whack. Or so dis I don't understand why you didn't want to return your food. Because I just don't like that. I don't do that. Like I don't get how like if I paid for food and then I've gone and but eating that food, like I ate half the burger and ate some of the chips, like I paid I pay, I've gotten what I paid for, which was that food. I didn't like it. That's not their fault. They served me that. Okay, food. It wasn't up up to the standard though. Do you know what I'm trying to say? Yeah, but still, man, I unsatisfactory. Legally, you're allowed to do that. Yeah, legally, if the food, cool, but I don't care about is, legally, bro. If the food is unsatisfactory doesn't to your right. to your needs. You're like, allowed to return. Cool, it. But legally, the death penalty isn't allowed in the UK. But if you kill someone, why you not like? Death, you get what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. Do you get what I'm no, saying? How many things are legal, like illegal that just don't make sense? Do you get what I'm saying? Go on. Like, if you run a dog over on a motorway, you're legally allowed to stop. But if you run a cat over, you're not. How does that make sense? What? Yeah, you know that. No. That... If you run a dog over on the motorway, you can stop. But if you run a cat over, it does not matter. It's count... A cat is counted... counted as rodent. A cat is counted as rodent? Yeah, I've got a cat baking up here. It's not rodent, is it? Do you no. get what I'm saying? 
Because she loves my scent. She's sleeping on my bag, on my vest. Yeah, she's just obsessed with your scent. Every time you come back in here at night, she's always just chilling on your on your chair. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, like that's what I'm saying. Like law, law, I'd say law and what's right doesn't, they're not the same. Like, come on, man. Like even like Prime Minister, yeah, Boris Johnson, during lockdown, the first original lockdown, when it's locked down, like yeah, everyone's March 2020, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. He was having flipping parties, garden parties and yeah, that. Yeah. Like, bro, what are you telling me about like law and right and wrong? Like, it doesn't matter. Like, he knows that nothing was going to happen from his garden party. Just like if we met somebody outside our house, nothing's going to happen, innit? Like, two people don't have COVID and they're talking. Cool. But he was, like, people would get in fight and stuff. We've kind of just brushed that under the carpet, like, the whole last two years. Yeah. Like, when we were in the thick of it, obviously, it was, like, a very, very bad time. And I know No, it was absolutely beautiful. I loved it. I mean, for, I mean, I'm just trying As to get like a wider, no, wider perspective of people. People have lost loved ones. Oh, like, yeah. for instance, Obviously, I, the I had, remember, I had a family member that passed away in that time as yeah. well. So it's like, it wasn't great. But like, I feel like we've almost kind of like moved it to the gray area of our brain. Now, because things have got kind of back to normal, we've kind of now just shifted our mindset. as a regular to, day. Oh, that never happened. Like what we were speaking about earlier. Yeah. We get used to things so quickly again. Yeah. We just had two years of literally nothing. And now things are starting to slowly move. And because such massive world events are happening around us, it's like as if nothing ever really happened. Yeah. It's weird. God, like lockdown was fun. Well, lockdown was kind of where you fell in love with a business, though. Yeah, lockdown was the best time of my life. Lockdown was everything. To me, to my, to my whole family as well. Like my mom's business that, you, that got launched in lockdown... Like, lockdown was the best thing that could have happened to a lot of people. Yeah. A lot of people started to fall in love with their own company as well. Yeah. I think that's when people started to realise that they don't need other people to be happy. It's very black and white, though, because it could, it may have been amazing for you, and I'm happy it yeah, was, some but for some people, struggling. it fucking killed them. Yeah. Like, literally, like, they couldn't think of anything worse yeah. than to be locked up inside. To be honest, personally, man, like, I feel like <sighs> people that didn't enjoy it, I feel like they need to have a lot more self-love. And I feel like they need to be focusing very heavily on self-love. Like, obviously, I'm not trying to... I don't want to discredit or, like, di- like you're not push to the side, like, mental health. But in terms of, I feel like, yeah, mental health is a big thing. Mm. And people may be suffering with different things. But a lot of it, you got to... People discredit the power of their own brain and their yeah. own mind and their ability to overcome and their willingness to overcome and the power of consistency and the power of trying to overcome things and a lot of people just you know although they're struggling it may be harder to keep pushing yeah but you can get through it i've yeah. been there where i've had you know i've felt i know what it feels like to feel like depressed or feel yeah, anxiety yeah. and stuff or feel trauma and stuff yeah, like yeah. i've had traumatic things happen i've yeah. had things that have caused anxiety and you know like loads of different things have happened over the past year but so I'm not speaking about this from a position of ignorance because I've experienced it. I know what it feels like to feel depressed and not want to leave your house and stuff like that. Yeah. Like last month, I didn't want to leave my house. Do you yeah. know what I'm saying? Like I've been there. So it's not like a, for those of you that are watching and think maybe I speak from a position of ignorance because of where I'm now, but yeah, I've been there. So it's like, I feel like it's hard to get over it when you're going through it, but you can get yourself through yeah. it because you, all you need is you. And people need to realise that you don't need a therapist or a counsellor. You All you need is you. And now, obviously, a whole different ballgame 
comes to people that have had really messed up childhoods. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. where their whole mm-hmm. brain isn't normal. Do you yeah, know what I'm saying? Yeah, like yeah, their no. the way they were raised was messed up and like that's all completely different because your childhood was messed up. When your child is messed up, you're you're not gonna be right. Yeah. In terms of you're gonna need somebody external like a therapist to then rewire your brain and help you come back to normal. Mm, I just feel like again it just comes down to, to but how to value yourself. Because if, if you but, go from like a really messed up family and then you go into like a really nice foster home yeah. and you're treated with nothing but love and affection yeah. and everything is just like centered around like your well-being. Then I feel I'm like, talking about like, like people that have grew up their whole childhood yeah. as in from like baby to 18. Oh, okay. Where they... The whole adolescence. Yeah, yeah. Like their whole childhood until they left and yeah, had yeah, their yeah. own life was messed up. Yeah. Like I have a friend like that who I recently told them like I told him, bro, like you need to get therapy. Like you need to sign up for therapy. You need to speak to somebody and you need to get help because his childhood was like crazy, bro. Like, like, you know, Bando babies, he was a Bando baby straight. Like his, his aunt, like sold his PS4 for like heroin, uh, stuff like, like I'm talking like, you know, young ads yeah, in real life, like yeah. that, like his, like it's, it's like that kind yeah, of childhood through his whole life. Like there was no break yeah. in terms of like, he got to a foster home or any of that. Like stuff like that when your childhood isn't normal you don't know what reality is so after yeah. that whole lifetime if you step into a normal household you don't know how to it's deal with so up- alien yeah. yeah so when it comes to stuff like that then it's like cool that's not i wouldn't necessarily call that mental illness but it's like your childhood has caused you to then obviously you're, understand de- you're deprived of a, of a completely normal life yeah but when it comes to that stuff then i'm like yeah that's when you need help because you need somebody to make you like understand reality like normal like, I was just gonna say something. I feel like them, them kind of people, if they're to then get put in the right environment, I feel like they could be the most dangerous people in the world. Yeah, I don't like positively dangerous. I don't mean dangerous in a bad way where they're gonna go around causing mayhem and crime. Yeah. I mean like, like really dangerous, as in like people that have gone through ridiculous adversity. Yeah, and now they're in a new environment where they can actually excel. Those Bro, people think about like Grant Cardone, like people that ex addicts and stuff. Well, Grant Cardone was like a like a full on crack addict. Yeah. Until he was like twenty five. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. And then when you get out of that, I'm mad. Like, I love Grant Cardone, but yeah, take the suit off him right now. He still looks like a crack addict. Yeah. That's what I say. Yeah. Hair's patchy, grey, got that kind of like that torn kind of skin kind of look, but he's worth multi billions now. Yeah, I feel like yeah, those people. They they're a different breed when it yeah. comes to like when they're when they're when they're back in good health. They're savages. Yeah, savages. Savages. Because they're mentally they're there. They they're so grateful for what they have now, and they're just so hungry for more and more and more and more and more and more. It's that gratitude, man. Yeah, they're so grateful mm-hmm. for what they got now. They they they, they just want to keep moving forward. They want to keep yeah. getting better and better and better because they know what it feels like to be down bad. A lot of people they don't know what it feels like. And you well, know. yeah, I would say something as well. So we were even speaking about this earlier about yeah. when we have kids. Yeah. Um in our future but obviously like i think i don't know because i've never really seen it in the real flesh because i'm talking about like hyper successful men or hyper hyper successful women and they have kids and all they kind of really see the kids is oh i'm rich i live in a nice house we have nice things i don't know anything else whereas like when we get to that point i want my kids to be with me every single day to see what i do how i do it all these different kind of things because then they can actually appreciate that Jesus Christ, like my dad's, he's, he's working his ass off. Yeah. Like he's, this is actually what he's doing. This is how he's applied himself. It doesn't just happen like that. 
and he's yeah. not he doesn't feel entitled he's not just waiting around for handouts and not waiting around for people to just slap a load of money in his account and say oh there you go start a business no like he's yeah. out here working every single day because i feel like a, a privileged child can still excel but they have to be shown the right ways and the right disciplines as we were saying earlier values like i personally i'll never get a cleaner or like a maid or like a cook or anything like that, my kids will definitely be doing chores around the house. 100%. Yeah, 100%. 100%. I, I don't enjoy it as well because the house is going to be huge. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. They're going to love it. I feel like the kids need to be... I feel like if I have kids, when I'm wealthy and I have children, like, it needs to be a matter of, like, they understand... They know that they they treated well, like, their house is big, they have nice things. Yeah. Like... But they get treated on like special occasions. Yeah, kind of yeah, thing. yeah, hundred. So like when they do get treated, it is obviously things of they're expensive. Yeah. Like birthdays and stuff, they'll be like nice, and holidays will obviously be nice. But it's like on a day to day, they they're like normal people. Do you want to think the best way to do that would be? Let's say for instance, if we were to start a charity, they yeah. would be the head of that charity. Why? Because they're in contact in co- uh, constant contact with people who are less fortunate. Yeah. That would be a good idea. Yeah. If they were constantly working with people. And going into constantly environments, exactly, they're constantly reminded that I'm blessed to be in this position. Yeah, like extremely. And that's blessed. what I, that's that's you hit the nail on the head. Kids that they they don't because they never see that side of life. Yeah, they don't realize that they are blessed to be in those. Oh, I'm away in the middle of a recording, man. Omar's mum just walked in. <laughs> what? I'm cutting that. And then... Why? I'm going to cut in it. Why? Because it's very unsettled in the scene. We're just going to keep it... Just keep rolling. Say less. Anyway, so, yeah, like, I feel like because they never seen that side of life, they just think what they have is, like, normal, isn't it? They just feel like, yeah, I've got this and what, like, it's in my life. Yeah. This is just how it is. I'm entitled to this. And I feel like when you see all of that, like how other people are living, that seeing it, feeling it, and if children that are wealthy or have wealthy parents see that, feel it, partake in it, understand what it feels to live like that, then they'll really be proper grateful for what they do have when they step back into their life. And I feel like yeah having like them partake in charitable things or taking them around the world to countries and seeing you know the poor people how they live and stuff is definitely going to be very important but But the goal is to go to those disadvantaged countries and then come back five ten years later yeah and they're they're doing really well that's that's one of our big goals like completely separate to anything that's money making activities anything that's going to ever help boost our kind of like our, our status within society all this kind of stuff I feel like helping out yeah. people is just going to be the biggest like reward and it's something that we even I remember we sat down and we actually said like because remember when Akif went away yeah that was something that really kind of motivated me and it, it this is the thing this is when you know like you're a good person yeah. when you want to do something like that knowing that it's never going to really give you anything in return apart from how you feel yeah. But they're not going to be able to give me. What can they possibly give me? Yeah. They can't give me nothing. Yeah. The only thing that I can do is help them in their situation. And the feeling I'll get from that 
would be crazy because if you could actually go, let's say we go to a country with with a hundred k or something in with in those parameters, and we're to go there, do you know how much that would change, like everybody in that in that village or even in that part of the town or the country, whatever, and the like the um, you'd be so proud. Yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent. Yeah, that feeling's. I mean, I don't know what it feels like because I can't wait to, to feel it that, because but... it's just gonna feel so nice just to see because he was telling me like if he was telling me on the phone he was just like. The maddest thing about these environments is not even what you bring them. It's yeah. just the energy. Like they're so grateful for everything. Like yeah. they're out, they're they're laughing, they're, they're they're playing with like little rocks on the street and they're as as if they're in like you see some kids that today they're yeah. with an iPad, they've got a complete screw face, they've got everything they want whenever they want at their disposal, and they're just moody, can't yeah. communicate, don't know how to play, don't know how to interact. Yeah. These kids they've literally got rocks on the floor playing about and they're just grateful to be alive like it's crazy yeah i feel like when i went to saudi in 2019 like when i when you see poor people it just i just feel so sad in it like yeah. you just feel so bad especially when i went to india when i went to india in 2019 that was mad like there's so much poverty in india bro like you're seeing all these kids like looking after kids like you have like nine-year-olds five-year-olds looking after like one-year-old babies and that and it's just so sad like seeing them um like just begging the messed up thing about india though is that, that directly above in the skyline you can see all the, the the millionaires and the billionaires all their buildings yeah you can see that it's the same as london yeah you see some parts of london like near holy smokes yeah that kind of area and then you can you can see jp's building you can see canary's building you can see one of canary's square hsbc you can see like the whole of like the financial sector of london yeah but you're in like no offense, but you're in the slums of London, and you can still see that. Like yeah. the, the contrast is black and white. Yeah, with India, it's even mad. Like it's even crazier because the yeah. population of rich people is so much smaller. Yeah, and the population, like in Delhi, um, the capital of India yeah. is mad, bro. Like it's mad. Yeah, like there's there's barely any like the small the population of rich people is so small, and the population of like wealthy uh, poor people is massive, massive. But yeah, like stuff like that, when you see that stuff, it's sad. And that's stuff like, I don't really care about even, I don't even care about the feeling of feeling better about it. Like, I don't care about that. I just want to, I want to just help those people in it. I just want to not feel bad. Like, I just, well, that. the feeling. Yeah. You, you want to not feel bad. You want to yeah, feel good. I by... just want to help them. Exactly. Like, I just, it's just so sad that I, I want to help. Like, I don't like seeing that. Yeah. Like, do I. I don't really, I don't really care about the rewarding feeling, none of that. Just seeing that, other like, yeah. people living like that when I live the way I live is sad. Yeah. Like, it's not nice, not right. Shouldn't yeah. be like that. It's unfair. And, you know, people have the money to change it and they don't. What are you thinking about doing this, by the way? Because once I have enough money to once, uh, when, whenever I'm able to do so. Yeah. Like, I always give charity as much as I can. Yeah. And, you know, I, 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 I like, that's the thing. Anything that you can give can count. Like, if you're not giving charity every week, I feel like if you're making money, then if you're, and every time you're getting paid, I feel like a contribution of that should be going to charity. Like whenever I have money, I always think, oh, right, cool, I need to give money to charity because I've gotten money. If I've gotten paid, somebody in this world hasn't gotten paid. That's a really nice thought, man. That's and I really feel nice. like every time you get paid, you should get give charity. No, I agree. I can I got that from my dad because I know my dad every month he has direct debits for giving charity. That's Doesn't nice. matter if you can give a penny or a pound or a million, whatever it's it's what it's what's in proportion to you. Yeah. A multi billionaire giving a hundred pounds. Nothing. Yeah. But someone that's making. 200 pound a month giving 100 pound is a lot that's a lot so it's all about what that means 
And yeah. I feel like that's the most important thing. It doesn't matter if you get paid if you get paid a hundred pounds a week and you're given ten pounds, cool. You're given ten percent. That's a lot. But if some millionaire gave ten pounds a week, that's nothing. It doesn't mean anything. It doesn't mean anything. That's like me finding a one p coin in my pocket and giving it to charities. Like it doesn't mean nothing. Or if I'm if I'm buying something for a pound and I get one p back, putting that in the little penny jar. That's not charity. Yeah. That's just you know you're just doing it for the sake of it. But I feel like yeah, it doesn't matter how wealthy I get. I always want to be given ten percent of my wealth to charity. Like it just makes sense. And well, the my, the way I believe, the way I roll is, you never. Well, I I have of the belief that the the most selfish people in the world should be the most giving, because. Whenever you give, you always win. You always get more. So if you're selfish and you want to win the most, you should be given because then you'll get more. So true. Like, I feel, like if you give, like everything in my life, every, every time I've helped somebody, I've always got it back some way, one way or another. You always get it back one way or another. Um, you'll get it back. You help somebody in the smallest things, even with life, like you give them advice or you do something that helps them change their life, like it, it will come back to you one way or another, even if it's not financial aid. Just being selfless, helping people, it always comes back to you, and that's just you know kind of how I roll. And also, charity cleanses. Well, it's Muslims believe that charity cleanses your wealth. Like, you know, if, if God's given you wealth, you like it's just, it's a test to see if you give charity. If you help others that haven't got wealth, that's why He's giving it to you. You you get money with a responsibility. With great power comes responsibility. You're getting all this money. You have a responsibility to help your other your fellow people, your fellow human beings. You know what I'm saying? Like we're all on this earth, we're all the same being. It's your responsibility to help those other people, regardless of emotion or how it makes you feel, or the fact that it makes you feel good or anything. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter if it makes you feel shitty. You're responsible for helping other people, for looking out for people. Just like you're responsible for making sure your little sister, your little brothers, got to school safe and stuff. Yeah. All people are your. People. They're all your people. They're all your people. Yeah. Everyone. Everyone is our people. We're all one species. Yeah. We're all each, that's how it is. We, we are one species, yeah, so we should be looking out for each other as a species. So it's just like, yeah, if, that's why, like, if somebody's like, I just, I don't care about fighting or arguing with people because, like, what's the point? We're all, we're, all one, we're all one people, we're all the same. You know what I'm saying? We all, we all come to, we, co- we all come into the world the same way and we all leave the same way. So. Movie recording has has been stopped automatically. The maximum recording time has been reached. <laughs> the mic's still recording, so that's still going. Yeah, but that, that was nah, that was that was beautiful, man. That but yeah, I think that, on that that was, that was beautiful. But yeah, let's end this. Let's end this off now, and because I need to figure out how this is working for the next time. But um, yeah. Peace.